Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 45. Zach? I don't have to say 45. anything. I don't need to say anything. Well, one person in this league definitely knows the significance of number 45, and that person is none other than Jake Stanifer. That's right. And we're still waiting on Jake. He has not contacted us about his ice bucket challenge. Yeah. He seemed so he seemed so confident that he was going to do it. I don't know what happened. I'm I'm just okay with kicking him out of the league, you know? So Yeah, totally fine with that. Uh being a Kemp fan and all, I mean, mm. just kick him out. So I hope he when doesn't. When is the deadline? I hope he doesn't do when, it. When, when is the deadline for him to do it? Uh kickoff Super Bowl Sunday. See, I'm I'm still on I'm still of the opinion that I would rather see it in person on the day of the draft. That's just how I feel. I agree, Brian. If it's going to be something super creative, then maybe we'll let him do it now. But if he hasn't, if he hasn't hyped it up by now, surely he doesn't have anything ready. It's going to be lame if he I just mean, throws he's something. Just like, he's pulling another Kevin White right now. So you know, if he does it, he does it. If not, go hang out with Sean Kemp. You know, that's all I got to say. Maybe, Try not maybe to the rules should be. Maybe the rule should be if you don't do it by the Super Bowl, you have to do it live at the draft. No, nah, I'm just going to kick him out of the league. <laughs> so says the commissioner. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking, speaking, of, of, speaking of the Super Bowl, right? Were we going down that road? Oh, yeah. We were, we were, we were going down the same road there, Pace. Okay, good. So we're actually – let's just tell everyone what we're doing tonight. We've tried something a little different. We have, we're not meeting in person. The four of us who typically host the show together, we're all um, – what is the app called, Brian? Go to Meeting. Go to Meeting. And we are all in different locations. Uh, Brian and Zach are at Zach's house, and Matt and I are, are at our homes, and we are doing this remotely. Um, so if there's any technical difficulties or anyone interrupts each other, we're sorry. Uh, <clears throat> we should also say before that Matt – shared his screen, and then I shared my screen. But Pace, it took you like 10 minutes, and that was really weird, kind of awkward. So, like, I don't know if you were naked. Do you want to, like, kind of clear the air on that? Uh, no, I just – I don't know. I, I didn't know you guys wanted to see my face so badly. Okay. Oh, all right. I, I'm flattered, though. I appreciate it. It's really weird. All right. Anyways. Super Bowl 51. Yeah. This Super- Sunday. Patriots and Falcons. Um, this is, I believe, it's the fourth time in Super Bowl history where the number one ranked offense is playing the number one ranked defense. And three out of the four times it's happened in the past, the number one ranked defense has won. Um, so, what are your guys' general thoughts on, on the matchup this this weekend? I'm excited to watch. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to think. Um, I feel like the Patriots are going to win. I don't want the Patriots to win. I want the Falcons to win. Yeah, I definitely want the Falcons to win. Uh, and let, the Falcons have always been the second team we've pulled for here in the Henson household, uh, being big Braves fans and dad growing up south of Atlanta. So pulling for the Falcons, I hope it happens. they got to get hot. Do you want some keen insight here into some of the <clears throat> some of the matchups to watch in the Super Bowl? Like maybe the difference maker in this game can drop some knowledge right now. Knowledge that I totally stole from an ESPN article I saw today. But regardless, 
the key matchup to watch in the Super Bowl is if the Falcons can get a pass rush on Tom Brady from their defensive tackles or at least something coming up the middle. Because everybody, there's a lot of people that are talking about the Falcons' pass rush with Vic Beasley, with uh, Dwight Freeney, but those ends never bother Brady because Brady just steps right up into the pocket and does his thing. But if you can pressure him from up the middle, he has all kinds of trouble. And that's what the that's what the Giants were able to do in their two Super Bowl wins, Justin Tuck specifically, pressuring him a lot from that defensive tackle spot. So if you see that, so, the Falcons are in a good spot. So Jonathan Babineau, the nose tackle, needs to have a big Super Bowl. Could be huge, or, or they have to blitz the A-gap. Either way, got to get some pressure up the middle against Brady. That's his Achilles heel. Little, little name drop, J- Jonathan Babineau. So on the other side of the ball, though, what I think a big matchup has got to be those running backs for the Falcons. Tevin Coleman has to play a role in the slot as a receiver. Devontae Freeman as well. Um, I think that's one way you can beat the Patriots. Um, both of those guys had, had big uh, productive seasons, even though Brian uh, said no thanks to Devontae Freeman. Knowing what I knew, I think, then I'll still say no thanks. He had a good year, and I think th- those guys are going to make the difference for the Falcons. What about what about the Patriots on offense? Um, out of the nine different weapons that Brady oh, has, there's, the no talent. there's absolutely no talent. Who do you guys think it'll be? Um, James White. Why not? James White. Yeah, I mean, just this got to be somebody random that we're not thinking of. I think Martellus Bennett yeah, could, Martellus could have Bennett. a big game. That's another guy you're not thinking about. Is Michael Floyd? Is he going to be on the active roster? He's still active, right? Yeah, I would think so. I don't think he's really on the field much, though. It'll be Ma- it'll be Michael Floyd MVP. Book it. <laughs> Book it. He'll probably come out okay. at running back. Zach, give us kind of an idea. I know the last couple of years on the Facebook group, we've um, you've put it out there that we could text picks to you and, and uh, whoever predicts the Super Bowl winner. Uh, it's an extra life, right, in the draft. Yep. Give us kind of the current standings, if you would like to share that. Who's uh, who's kind of leading? Yeah, I'll right go now? ahead and I'll just run down the list of people that sent in their picks. Uh, Suggs picked the Steelers and the Seahawks, with the Steelers winning twenty-eight to seventeen. I don't Chase, want to talk about it. Yeah. And then uh, Chase picked last year's Super Bowl matchup, and the exact same score, which I do not know what that was but he picked the Steelers and the Packers. Um, Jay picked Atlanta versus Pittsburgh with Atlanta winning 28-24. And Jacob picked the Pats and the Falcons with the Pats beating the Falcons 31-24. So he's in the running. Ross with the Packers and the Pats, 38-35 with the Packers winning. We picked the Pats and the Falcons with the Pats beating the Falcons 30-27. to Greg picked the Pats, beating the Packers 34 to 31. And Pace, you picked the Chiefs, beating the Falcons 34 to 27. Let's talk about that. The Chiefs. I really wanted to see. It was like I think like week 12, week 13, when Eric Berry returned that uh, two point conversion for a score, and I really, I thought that matchup was going to be the Super Bowl matchup. Do you I, think? I do you think maybe you're thinking a little too much of your Titans who won in Kansas City and you were there? Do you think that cold froze your brain? <laughs> no, I mean, hey, the Titans beat five playoff teams, so it could have been any of those teams um, in the in the game. I, I would have loved to have seen 
the Titans uh, beat the Super Bowl winner, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, we got a we got a few teams in the running still. Um, I don't think anybody. Well, Jay has Atlanta winning. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Jay has Atlanta beating Pittsburgh, and then Jacob has the Pats beating Atlanta. So oh. I don't. We didn't make a rule if you could have. Can I can I change my pick to the Falcons winning yeah. by the same score? Yeah, thirty twenty seven. Yeah. So if if the if the Falcons win, does Jay win this? I don't know. Or is it between Jacob and you guys now? Should they maybe cancel each other out? I have I have no idea. We just didn't say if hedging bets all over the place. If co-managers could. Uh, Brian and I just we've always made one pick, and I just didn't, I don't think I put it in the rules. So whatever. That sounds like co-manager advantage, right? You get two picks. Yeah. Do we have any people want to join up, co-managers? That'd be great. <laughs> no news. So no news. If, if there's anybody that wants to join up, co-manager, let us know. Or if you're quitting, like Jake, we might have an open spot. So. <laughs> Zach, do we still? You always talk about a waiting list to get into our league. Does that yeah. still exist? Yeah, we do. We have people I know that would sign up immediately. So. I, I like to think of us like that. That we have to. We have a waiting list. That we're so. Uh, we're so well known around these parts that people try and get in. They claw their way into our league. Yeah. I think we should. I think we should broadcast the name on the top of the list. Just so everybody can have anticipation. Maybe a team would join up if it was somebody exciting. Oh, so like you want first in queue kind of deal. I, I think we should advertise if there's an open spot, you know, like maybe get a billboard right there by Jefferson <laughs> Avenue or, or just something. That would be, be pretty funny. Probably make it happen. We could, change, we could get that Jefferson billboard changed pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, that could happen for sure. Matt, you still know you still know a guy over there, Matt? Uh, I know the email address to the guy. Um, oh, or we have that we have that new college side sign. We could we could throw oh. some stuff on that. Fancy. I like it. Hey, speaking of advertising in LA right now, they are advertising for the the new Los Angeles Chargers. They're trying to get some fans. I think it's a dumb move from San Diego to LA. Uh, just to talk about some NFL news right now. For those of you who don't know, you live under a rock, but the Chargers are relocating to Los Angeles. What were your guys' uh, kind of initial thoughts um, when they decided to make the move up, uh, up the I-5? Was this a stadium deal? They couldn't get a stadium deal, so they moved? Right. Well, yes, yeah, so the, the owner of the Chargers, was... he, wanted, he wanted to be publicly funded, and the city of San Diego said, no way, you, you pay for it. Yeah, there was, a, and, yeah, there was uh, a referendum on it during the elections, wasn't there, and they voted it down. Is that right, Pace? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, yeah. So it was basically just a disagreement between the Chargers owner and the city of San Diego. So I personally, I thought it was just blackmail. He was saying he was kind of bluffing, and they called his bluff, and he packed up and moved. Um, but I, I just think it's a dumb move because the Rams moved the year before, so everyone in LA is 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 all invested in in the Rams now, and now all your fans in San Diego have completely you know abandoned you. So. I, I don't understand the play. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, first I will say, the people in L.A. are not invested in anything except the people in L.A. They don't care about mm-hmm. anything. Seriously. And the Lakers. Maybe the Lakers, and that's about it. So, you know, they could have two teams. They could probably have eight teams, and it wouldn't really matter. And people are still going to go to the game. So, it's. Uh, I, I think the. Uh, I think the Chargers this next year. They're playing in some like thirty thousand seat stadium 
somewhere uh, somewhere around Anaheim. So it'll probably be a pretty. It's where the uh, it's where the MLS team plays. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll probably be a pretty intimate setting until they get. Apparently, their new stadium is going to be just incredible. I don't. I don't. Can't remember if that's the year after next or or, or two years down the road. Right well, now, we'll it's a race. It's a race to see who's going to be the Lakers. Right. It's going to whichever team wins is the team that's going to get the fan base. Wouldn't you think though that the Rams still probably have a lot of fans in the Los Angeles area? True. I mean, they were originally a Los Angeles team. They weren't St. Louis. They were they were Los Angeles. Let's be honest, though. There are more Raiders fans in Los Angeles than there are Rams and Chargers fans. The Raiders own California. Their their fans are, are spread everywhere. Oh, unless they move to Las Vegas, yeah. although that's kind of falling through at this point, isn't it? Yeah, I would rather be the Chargers than the Raiders right now. If the, if the Raiders have to go back to Oakland with their tail between their legs after all of this mess, that just then they look terrible for the Davis family and such. Yeah, it'd have to be. I, I just don't see it happening. I think what they're gonna do because there's a there's an expansion NHL team, hockey team going to Vegas. I think they're gonna let them stay there for a year or two, kind of see how it plays with them, and if it goes south, and and I, I don't think the NFL is gonna move there because you can't have an outdoor stadium. In, in Vegas. Las Vegas. No, 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 it's way too long. Yeah, but that was that was kind of the, the big story of the NFL. I don't think it's going to have much effect. I mean, if you think about it, outside of Melvin Gordon this year, which Chargers player has been a consistent fantasy threat for the last three, four years? Keenan Allen's hurt every year. They're just kind of a boring fantasy team. Hey, the Chargers? Yeah. I mean, Philip Rivers, been he's been pretty consistent. And then you got uh, Melvin Gordon who decided to turn it on all of a sudden. He's going to probably be what you think could be a first you think melvin gordon will be a first round i bet pick it'll be a late round year. one pick yeah, yeah i bet he will be i mean he turned it off second antonio gates used to be the guy he was the guy yeah do you guys remember that year that uh that james lane drafted kevin boss before and antonio gates was still on the board i do does everyone remember that? i do remember that wow. yeah that was really good i'll take the, I'll take the boss Good reference there. Mm. Um, other news around the NFL, I mean, outside of the Chargers moving and the NFL, uh, you know, the Super Bowl, the draft's coming up, and we're a little uh, ways away, but um, Brian, I know you and I both are, are pretty invested in the NFL draft, and uh, Todd McShay and, and Mel Kuyper Jr. have released their, their first mock draft. So, Zach, Brian, either of you want to read those names? Brian, go for it. Well, what uh, actually, actually, this is a Kuiper mock draft. This is this mock draft 1.0, and at this point, he's got the Browns taking Miles Garrett from A and M at one. The 49ers taking Mitch Trubisky from North Carolina at two. He's a quarterback, so I I definitely think there's going to be a quarterback go either at two or three, maybe both of them, because the uh, the Niners and the uh, and the Bears are definitely in position that they need one. He's Kuiper right now has got Jonathan Allen going number three to the Bears. Uh, Jamal Adams, a safety LSU, going number four to the Jaguars. He's got the Titans taking Mike Williams from Clemson, the wide receiver, who Real. looked great, yeah, great mm-hmm. in, in actually both playoff games. He's one of those guys who just nah. goes up and gets the ball. But I, think I don't want to talk really... about that either. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, I, I think Mike Williams – where he's going to go in the draft is going to be largely dependent on 
some of his measurables and, and, and some of his 40 time and, and his, his other agility skills and things like that. Cause I'm not, I'm not sure he's got the straight line speed to be the number five overall pick. The guy I like for the Titans, Kuiper's got going number six. That's Marshawn Lattimore. He's a cornerback from Ohio state. And if you saw, he was number two for Ohio state. If you saw any of their games this year, especially he made one play in the Penn state game. That was just incredible. Um, but he's just like long, rangy, athletic guy. He only has one year of starting experience, though, so that's that's a little bit scary. But this guy's just super athletic. Everything you look for in the modern cornerback. Kuiper's got Cam Robinson, uh, the tackle from Alabama, going number seven to the chat to the Chargers. He's got Leonard Fournette uh, actually going to the Panthers at eight. Solomon Thomas, the defensive end from Stanford, going number nine to the Bengals, and Deshaun Watson falling to number 10 for the Bills. So that's what Kuiper's got at this point. But what Pace and I were talking about before the draft, because we're both kind of, sorry, before the podcast, we're both kind of draft crazy. And we've got this site that we go to where we can do our own mock drafts, do our, um, not, Fantasy mock drafts, NFL mock drafts, do our own free agent signings, uh, cuts, all that stuff for the Titans, and just kind of be our own uh, GM. It's kind of like a fantasy GM tool. So uh, we're we're crazy devoted to this. Wouldn't you say, Pace? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I've done so many mock drafts for the Titans. Uh, and most of them, I trade that number five pick. Uh, and move back a little because that's you know it seems like that's kind of John Robinson style. Um, but in a lot of my mocks, I have uh, I actually have the Titans going after Corey Davis, the wide receiver from uh, from Western Michigan. I like I like Corey Davis at 18. Yeah. You're thinking Corey Davis? No, no, actually I have them taking him. They move back to the 12th spot. Okay. They trade with okay. the Browns. Uh, I actually have them taking O.J. Howard at 18. Oh. As Delaney Walker's successor. So. See, what, what I think about tight end, it's tight end is so deep in this draft, I usually wait around and get somebody later. Um, sure. A guy I like is because uh, he tore his ACL in, in the bowl game is Jake Butt. And if you can get him, you know, in the in the fourth, third, fourth round, something like that, and he's, he's kind of the Titans-style tight end. He, he's a blocker, can catch a little bit, uh, just one of those gritty guys. Thank you. I think he fits our style. Well, one gritty guy that likes that fits our style, and we love having him on the show, uh-huh. is Jay Myrick. Jay has been gritty in the past on the show, and so I'd expect nothing less. So uh, gritty, gritty, gritty in some circumstances is is a uh, not you, quite enough of a word. We, we're going to make him make a pick right here, Atlanta. All right. So they have to choose between Atlanta, Atlanta or the Patriots. Yeah. All right. We got Jay with us. Hello. Jay Myrick. Hello. Oh, hey, everybody. What's up? What's up? You are our first official phone call, I guess, remotely like this. How's wow, it Oh, I got to say, it's, it's high tech. I'll, I'll give you that. We're moving on to... up. We're moving on up. Yeah. Like We should be getting sponsorship soon, Jay. Oh, We're just man, too lazy I'm to excited. get together now. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, yeah, Jay, we're actually—I like it. We're actually simulcasted right now on NBC Sports. I don't know if you know this, it's like the Dan Patrick Show. <laughs> oh shoot! Do I need to watch my language for TV? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, happened, what happened was Ross hosted a podcast, and then we had to figure out a way to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the whole system broke down. <laughs> Whenever I go dark for, like, a couple of weeks, Zach threatens me, and he puts Ross in the show, and I always come back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a way, it's a wake up call. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. Hey, uh, Jay, we have a we've got a little bit of a situation here uh, with the the Super Bowl picks. Um, oh no! And you and Jacob both made a pick, and so we need you mm-hmm. guys to choose. We figured Jake Jacob's not going to pick up the phone, so no, you being, no way. Uh, the primary here, you're going to have to make the pick. Let me uh, okay. let me read you Jay's Jay's pick. Hold on one second. We're really high tech. Hold on, just give me one second. Really high. I think tech. I had Falcons Steelers. Falcons winning. I don't remember. That's right. Yes, yeah, so that's right. correct. And Jacob has the Pats and the Falcons with the Pats winning. Oh shoot. Yep. So I had to choose between those two. Yes. Let's pick one. Let's make this interesting. <laughs> well. Well, well, I mean, so let's go. Let's go ahead and throw this out there. Let's throw this out there. My pick is my pick is up. My pick is already bad because the Steelers aren't in the Super Bowl. So no, no, no. Technically, trying to pick the winner. No, no, no. Technically, you just got to pick the winner. And I mean, like, if you if if somebody else had the winner with the Pats losing, then they would have the advantage. Do we do we need to have full disclosure here on who else made the Pats pick? Yes, there are. we made the Pats pick, Greg made the Pats pick, and Jacob. Three people made the Pats pick. Yeah, I mean, I figured most You are the only one the standing with the, with the Atlanta one. pick. I'm rolling with Atlanta. I'm sticking with Atlanta. All right, so you're over, You're going to override Jacob. I'm overriding Jacob. I'm, we're sticking with the Falcons. I like it. All right. I'm Atlanta, I'm Atlanta born, not raised, but Atlanta born. I like it. All right, I need you to videotape you dumping an ice bucket on Jacob to confirm this <laughs> and post it in the Facebook group. Or find Jake yeah. Stanifer and dump or, it on yeah. him. Because... Or Jake Stanifer, yeah. Jake hasn't said anything, yeah. so we're probably going to kick him out of the league. So it is what it <laughs> is. You, yeah, it's find... coming up. It's coming up on it. Jake's you'll, deadline is getting close. You'll find Jake. Has he been reminded? What's the What's the latest on that? I haven't I haven't talked to him. I sent him a text uh, maybe a couple weeks ago or so and just asked him what was up and just nothing crickets. So he's pulling a Kevin White again. Um, what's so, our What's our confidence level that Jake is going to actually do it before the Super Bowl? Well, being a Sean Kemp fan, like zero. Sean Kemp fan, we're talking about here. I'm going to give him um, a point. 17. Well, I've, I've got a counterpoint to that, though. Being a Sean Kemp fan, you know he follows through. Because Sean Kemp yeah, yeah, always gets, follows follow through. through. He's got to follow through. <laughs> <laughs> I, give him, I give him like a 15% chance. I'm, I'll be generous. Yeah. I'm just, really, I'm just really hoping that Jake and Chase are collaborating on another, um, like an Ice Bucket documentary or something. That's yeah. my hope. Yeah, what happened? Be... Didn't didn't Chase say didn't Chase say earlier in the year that he was gonna like do a big video at some point this season? Yeah, and just, no, nothing ever came of that. Yeah, what happened it, with that? that's because the, the wheels the wheels fell off of his team. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. He didn't make yeah. a trip to New York this year. That's what happened. So um, we hey. need to, we need to start like a GoFundMe to send Chase to New York every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs it. Hey. Uh, Jay, what's your uh, 
what's your take? What's your take on um, Mel Kiper Jr.'s mock draft? He's got Mike Williams going to the Titans at number five. How do you feel about that pick? Uh, I like the Mike Williams pick, but if I'm being honest, I don't think we're going to be at five. I think we're going to trade down. That's, yeah, that's my guess. I think John Robinson wants to deal the pick. He wants to because I think look. When you got a guy like John Robinson who has displayed for at least one year an ability to be able to evaluate talent and stuff like that, I, I want him to trade out of that pick, get more picks, and get bring in more good players rather than staying at five. But if we do stay at five, then you know Mike Williams, good pick. He had a heck of a championship game. Yeah, yeah, he definitely looked good. So. The thing I always go back to with John Robinson is uh, in in uh, Belichick brought it up again today or recently at least about how much how much he thinks of John Robinson but the thing that I always heard about from Belichick is John Robinson was his only scout that he didn't go back over his work and look at the guy he scouted he just absolutely trusted it and you know yeah Belichick obviously knows what he's talking about so that, that gives me a lot of faith in in, uh, in um, John Robinson too yeah, and I don't know if you guys have looked at like some of these like mathematical studies that they've done about the draft, but like and like the like the quantity like the value of draft picks and how like people way overvalue draft picks like at the beginning of the draft. And so if you can trade out of like the first like, out of the top five pick and get like three picks later, like that's so much more value because like the, the percentage of hitting on like top picks in the first round and hitting on picks in the second round is like pretty much the same. So it, you might as well. To me, I just view it as like just getting more lottery tickets, bringing more players, and you know, if you drafting more people, you have a better chance to hit on somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I, I... It's like think because like think of all the people who've been taken like at the top of the draft who just totally busted. So if we can get more than one pick for that top five pick, then I'm fine with trading down. The the only situation I, which I absolutely wouldn't want to trade down is if Miles Garrett somehow fell. I he won't. He's the only guy that for no. sure will not be there. You don't think the Browns? But if he did, I mean, I could see the Browns taking yeah, another quarterback. He, they're crazy. I, I, I could see them they're, doing they're it too. I don't crazy. know, but the, thing, but the thing, but the crazy thing for me would be if he fell, I would immediately start to question why is he falling. You know what I mean? That's true. It, so it's kind of like I, last I'd be scared year, of picking him. Like last year with Tunsil. Yeah, with Tunsil. Oh man, yeah. that was great reality TV. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was incredible. Like um, literally, like during the draft news being news breaks. Yes. I want, how much money did it cost him? Did they ever figure that out? Like how much money he lost? Like how many millions of dollars by flipping like out of the top three to like wherever he was taking like a yeah, 14 I can't, or something? Yeah, I can't remember how many million. I remember somebody said it, but I just can't remember. It's but. not as much as it used to yeah. have been with the old system where you mm-hmm. probably would have lost probably 40 or 50 million, but it's still yeah, considerable. No yeah, no kidding. Tough break for that guy. Hi right, Jay, well we have your pick uh, locked in, and we've we've talked the draft. Um, we'll get you on before the NFL draft. We've got another two months to go, but uh, hey, thanks for being our first call while we uh, podcast remotely. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Go Falcons. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. All right, see you, man. All right, see you, Jay. All right, bye. Falcons pulling for the Falcons. I like it. Go ATL. I root for the was, Falcons. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, Part of me, everyone like the matchup everyone's gonna be talking about is Brady versus Ryan. So you either you either want Brady and his streak to continue and just because he's already considered the greatest. What's another Super Bowl gonna do, right? It's just gonna submit that even more. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're saying it'll make him the greatest quarterback of all time if he wins it. So, um, let's either Brady, Brady versus Ryan or Brady versus Goodell. That's the two matchups. That, that is what I'm excited to see. If the if the Pats do win, I mean, that's going to get the most ratings right there. Everybody's going to stick around to see that. So, be interesting to yeah, see what happens. Cringeworthy. Yeah. All right. So one other thing that we wanted to cover too. Zach uh, posted a thread um, for uh, items we wanted to vote on in the league and, and changes we wanted to. Uh, to see happen uh, this year. Zach, what's kind of been the response from the league? Yeah, we've had some good nominations in there. I just, the main thing is I just want to encourage everybody uh, as we're moving away from the season even more for you guys to go ahead and put in your nominations, um, you know, before it just kind of becomes the thing of the past. You don't really remember too much. Um, I'd rather everybody do it while it's fresh on their mind. Um, I know that Jay mentioned that we would go back and forth about, the different things and maybe explain them. And, and we can to a certain degree, um, but we can't just like, what do you say? We were going to, what was it? Vote on them or, uh, Oh, at the draft, he said to vote at vote and talk about this at, at the actual draft, like on draft day. And the reason we can't do that is just because some of these things may impact um, rules and settings and, and scorings and stuff like that and, and strategy. So, uh, that'll all take place definitely before the pre-draft. So the the main thing is though for everybody to get their ideas in there um, as soon as possible, so we can at least have note of it. So okay, um, Matt, Brian, you guys have anything? I'm good. No, I'm going to reserve judgment on some of these proposed changes until I hear a little bit more about them from their proposers. I'm proposing keepers. I like keepers. Throwing that out there. So, as always. Yeah, not a fan of keeper, um, but you know, <laughs> we'll see. Um, Let's go ahead and I put do, that on the rundown for next next month. <laughs> we'll debate. Yeah. I do have a. I didn't put this in our in our uh, notes, guys, but I do have a tweet of the week that I just found and I thought I'd, I'd share with you guys. Uh, and it's sort of a tweet of the week, but it's mostly just a tweet about something that happened at media day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every Monday, you know, they do media day before the Super Bowl, and, like, random people can ask players and coaches questions. And maybe you guys, I mean, you guys were probably high school when the show was popular, um, all that, and uh, Keenan and Kel. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So Kel Mitchell shows up, and he is dressed as um, Kel, as the, 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 good, the good Burger um, outfit. He's got the hat, shirt, and everything on, and he walks up to Tom Brady and he says in the, the Kel voice, why do they call you the GOAT? Do you even have fur? And it was so awkward, dude. Like, all these questions that Brady's getting, it was just it was pretty funny. So I'll, I'll post the video in uh, the Facebook group so everybody can go watch, but it was uh, it was pretty good to see that. Now, hey, could we, uh, could we wrap the podcast up with uh, you playing the audio from the Lane Kiffin video? Yes, that's exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> That's exactly what I was looking for. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I, I just looked up Lane Fiffin, but guess what? It's coming up anyways. <laughs> okay, let me see. Guys, I got to admit, I have watched this double-digit times, and it does not get old. I mean, it doesn't Jordan, even... have you seen it? Can you hear this right now? Can you hear this commercial? Have you seen it, Jordan? 
Pace? Pace is gone. Did we lose Pace? He's frozen. He's frozen in a smile on the picture. It's great. It, it says paused on my end. So can you hear this um, commercial at all? I'm going to try something with the audio. What? Suggs? Yeah, no, I can't hear anything. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on, tell me about this real quick. Yeah, it's, yeah, I heard it for a, a moment. What an exciting time. Next week is oh, I can hear that. As we sign some of the best players in America, we need some of the best fans in America. So please join us next week for this exciting season. Come watch the Owls. Have a great year in the championship, <laughs> starting with you. Go Owls. <laughs> if it, some- that is... Okay, sorry, I if, switched it back. If, if for some reason you can't hear that uh, through the podcast, you, you need to go look it up. Yes, please. Because it is comically um, bad. It looks like they ripped off a VHS from the 90s, like the intro and the music. And is it? Did they do that on purpose? Did they do that on purpose to go viral? I, I, I don't know. I saw somebody that said that they worked with him before, and that's how he is. He's just terrible in front of the camera. They said he's a really nice guy, though, and he'll do whatever you ask of him. But he's just not – he's just a coach. He is not a promoter. And he's and he's probably going from the multi-million dollar Alabama media team to the uh, video production class of FAU. Yeah. Or something like that. So. Yeah. I think we lost Jordan, guys. Who knows? There's no telling. Terry Pace. Who knows? Anything could happen over there. So, but anyways, so, uh, I guess we'll wrap this up. Um, hope. Hope is he oh, trying oh, to get back Jordan. in? Back. Jordan, are you here? His mic symbol hasn't popped yeah, up yet. Are you? Oh, 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 Pace. Oh, oh. Yes. Pace, oh, there Pace he is. There he is. You have to wrap this up, Pace. We just played the Lane Kiffin. You missed it. Sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hey, sorry about that. My phone, it totally died on me. Wow. All right. I think we're ready for you to uh, say the magic words and wrap us up, Jordan. (laughs) I guess his phone died again. Yeah, it says he's offline. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was it. Well, thanks for bearing with us through all the uh, tef- technical difficulties. Not as many technical difficulties as I expected. Yeah, though, we so. will uh, we'll have this better ironed out next time. Um, but thanks, you guys, for joining us. We'll bring one uh, next podcast to you guys right after the Super Bowl. After uh, what are you going to say? What are you going to say, no, no mistakes. It'll be perfect. Yeah, it'll be absolutely perfect. So uh, we'll see you guys after the Super Bowl. Thanks. <laughs>